You're listening to a 1FM podcast. And I've got him on the line again. It's time for another Whatever Happened To. How is it going, Steve? Yeah, very good, Josh. And yourself? Ah, yeah, not bad. Can't complain. No, we've got very nice weather here today. This is the Wednesday, of course, before the, you hear this on the Monday. But, yeah, uh, you're having much you know, nicer weather down in Melbourne than we're having here. It's getting a bit too hot for my liking here. Okay, yes. We're 23, 24 here today. Just yeah. my sort of weather, thanks. Yeah. But we're going to cop rain tomorrow, so there you go, mate. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, we might be getting rain here soon, I'm not sure. But anyway, who are we talking about musically today? Well, I reckon this bike's pretty good. It's pretty special. Don McLean. Ah, yes, of course. I know a bit about Don McLean. Well, a little bit about him, but American Pie obviously is going to get played. Well, I, I suggest that that might be one of the songs that I might choose, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought so. Uh, there'd, there'd be a ride if I didn't, I would say. <laughs> uh, so, why not? But, of course, uh, I think we'll be. there are a couple of versions. I think you'll be playing the shorter one by the sound of it. Uh, yeah. So, that's fine. But that's a matter that's still a great song anyway, so... So away we go. Now, Don McLean III, actually, he was. He was born on the 2nd of October, 1945, in New Rochelle, New York, to a father of Scottish origin, and both his father and grandfather were both uh, Donald, of course, and an Italian mother, Elizabeth. He was a newspaper boy, but his earliest musical influences were Buddy Holly and Frank Sinatra. And as a teenager, he became interested in folk music, especially a group called The Weavers, which included Pete Seeger, who we've spoken about before. Now, it's so Suffering from childhood asthma, we forced him to have a long absence from school on occasions, and he fell behind in his studies, but this caused his love of music to actually flourish. Now, at 16, he bought, he bought his first guitar, and he began making contacts in the music industry, including two members of the Weavers, of which we mentioned Pete Seeger was a member. Now, his father passed away when McLean was 15. Now, McLean fulfilled his father's request. He graduated from the Iona Prep School, then dropped out of uni, would you believe, after four months, associated with a fellow by the name of Harold, Harold Leventhal, who was a, a renowned music agent at the time, and later with a personal manager called Herb Gart, G-A-R-T, was his personal manager for 18 years. And surprise, surprise, he like ended acrimoniously over money. What else does it finish over, unfortunately? Now, he attended night school at uh, Iona College. He obtained a bachelor's degree in music at um, business admin in 1968, but he actually turned it down. He actually turned down the scholarship to Columbia University to pursue a musical career, so his sights were set very high on, on the music. Now, he received a grant from New York State Council on the Arts and he began to reach a larger audience by visiting towns up and down the Hudson River learning about the art of performing from Pete Seeger, who was up and down and travelled with him. He had a boat called Clearwater. Now, during this time, he actually wrote songs that appeared on his first album, which was called Tapestry. And oh, like uh, Carol King's album. Same name, yeah. yeah. I don't know who which one was first. I, I think, think, I think McLean's well, 1969, I think that beats... 69 we've got here, yeah. yeah I think, that beats Carol sure King, now, he recalled his experiences with Pete Seeger, who I mentioned earlier, thought he was some sort of saint. He was an absolutely hero worship, Pete Seeger. He recorded Tapestry in 1969 in Berkeley, California, or Berkeley, depending on which way you want to pronounce it. And the album was rejected, sort of copped this 72 times before being released by a label called Midi Arts, which had a label that actually not existed when he first started to look for one. 
So it took him a long time to get it on, but they, they produced a couple of songs that we both know, Castles in the Air and I Love You So, and I'll talk a bit more about them later on. Now, Mediarts was taken over eventually by United Artists, and that gave him a major label for his second album, American Pie, which produced the two number ones, of course, which was one was a title track and also Vincent, and that made him an international star and produced interest back in his first album, which charted more than two years after its initial release. Now, the bit of discography here, 1971 was Castles in the Air. That was 40 on the US, the easy listening station, and the American Pie was number one everywhere, of course, except in the UK, where it was only number two. 1972, Vincent was 12 in the US, three in Australia, three in Canada, one in the UK. 1973, Drydell, which was 21 in the US, 34 US, 56 UK. If We Try, 58 in the US, nine in Australia, and that song was also if which I was also recorded by Olivia Newton-John. In 1980, Crying, five in the US, 27 in Australia and one in the UK, and the re-release of Castles in the Air, 1981, and that made the actual charts this time, 36 in the US, 11 in Australia and 47 in the UK. Now, we all know about American Pie. It goes for eight minutes, 36. Now, this was the longest song to reach number one until someone that we have heard of recently and, all, and will continue to live here, probably Taylor Swift's All Too Well was at 10 minutes, 14, huh. broke it in 2021. Now, Swift actually sent McLean flowers and a handwritten note that read, I will never forget that I'm standing on the shoulders of giants. <laughs> that's nice. Very interesting one. And now, many of tried, people have tried to interpret the song American Pie, and that's fair enough, but I uh, mean, I just like the song. I just let it go at that. Pretty obvious what it's about. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And McLean has already said that Buddy Holly's death for him symbolised the, the loss of innocence of the early rock and roll generation the day the music died. Now, just moving on to come to the other song, Pinson, I think is a terrific song with great lyrics. Castles in the Air, which is probably my favourite Don McLean song, actually, but there's not much between many of these, so that's just a personal choice. And I Love You So, of course, which was from the first album, which we mentioned earlier, Tapestry. Now, that was, of course, the number one seller for Perry Como, and uh, McLean didn't actually release his version as a single, which might have been a shame because that might have been a big song also. Now, Crying, a bit of information on Crying. Now, this was from the album Chain Lightning, which was released by EMI in Europe and Festival in Australia. And it was finally released in the US two years later by Millennium Records. There was some sort of contractual issue going on. That's why the one in the US took so long to come out. But Roy Orbison, this is most interesting, Roy Orbison once described McLean as the voice of the century mm. and commented that his McLean's version of Crying was the best interpretation he'd ever heard of one of his songs. Now, that's high praise indeed from Roy the Boy, I must say. And Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys was also very effusive in his praise of McLean, saying he was a very pure singer and right up there with the best of them. Now, fortunately for McLean, the albums didn't match the commercial success of American Pie, but he was a, a major concert attraction in the US and overseas with his repertoire, including old concert hall numbers and catalogues, figures such as the aforementioned Buddy Holly and Frank Sinatra. Now, there were concerts at Carnegie Hall in New York and Albert Hall in London in 1972, and they were critically acclaimed. And he's continued to tour US and Canada in 2011-12, Australia 2013 and during 2018, a world tour which included North America, UK, Ireland, Belgium, Switzerland and probably about six or seven others. Now in 2022, he's actually scheduled for a 35-date tour through Europe celebrating 50 years of American pie and that continued till 2023 with a tour of Australia and New Zealand.
uh, very, very current, I must say. Now, February 2002, American Pie was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame. I like all those inductions, Josh, and of course I agree with these. 2004, McQueen inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. 2012, he won a BBC Two Lifetime Achievement Award. Received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on August 16, 2021, 6314 Hollywood Boulevard. Now, he's inducted into the Musicians Hall of Fame and Museum in Nashville on the 22nd of November, 2022. Interestingly enough, by Connie Ballins, who was Richie Ballins' sister. And she thanked McQueen for immortalising him, as in Balance, Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper. Now, documentaries and shows relating to American Pie and McQueen have been shown throughout the US, including The Day the Music Died, where McQueen discusses the meaning of the lyrics of American Pie. Very interesting little tidbit on Capriccio, this I noticed, and I thought, well, this is how far the influence of American Pie went. It can be seen when the South Korean president, whose name was Yoon suk Yeol, he actually grabbed the microphone at a White House reception celebrating a 70-year alliance between South Korea and the U.S., and actually performed the song. Now, Joe Biden, that later on, presented Yoon with a guitar autographed by McLean. <laughs> uh, certainly spread far and wide, the song, that's for sure. Now, interestingly enough, and now this is, this is another little poll that I've mentioned here, Josh. American Pie was voted number five in a poll of the 365 songs of three centuries compiled by Recording Industry Association of America. I went in and I've named the top four there. I'm not going to ask you what you think they are because I think it's a pretty hard question. Now, number one was Over the Rainbow by Judy Garland. That was 1939. White Christmas by Bing Crosby, which was 1942. This Land is Your Land by Woody Guthrie in 1940. And we've got a current one, Respect by Aretha Franklin in 1967. Yeah. It's a pretty interesting list. I had a look at the list of the list, and it's a pretty respectable-looking list, I can tell you. Yeah. So to be voted that high, I think, is a reflection of the song and its influence. Now, up to 2020, he had released 21 albums, but I'm not sure if he's released any more since then. Just one little sidelight here, unfortunately, which I thought I'd better mention because, you know, we tend to put these people on a pedestal, but unfortunately in this case, now he's been married and divorced twice, and I've written here this clean skin Masona has been somewhat eroded by assault charges which were made against him by his second wife, Shania, in 2016. That culminated in divorce. Now, some of those facts, which McQueen has indicated, were actually true, but not, but not all of it. So I suggest you read Wikipedia for the rest of the story and make your own judgments on that. But that doesn't take away the fact that he's still an outstanding artist. And McQueen himself has stated that originally, when he was a child, he was the subject of parental abuse by both his mum and dad. So... Maybe there's a bit of history there. There's lots more about information read on McLean in Wikipedia and references. I really have to shorten it a fair bit because I could have gone on and on. There's quite a lot of information there. So I've written down here, Don McLean, a musical genius in both songwriting and singing. And guess which song selection I'm doing first? Uh, I can guess, I think. And something about a pie, isn't it? Correct. Here it is, American Pie, and it's the short version. You're listening to 1FM. Yeah, there we go, the 4 minutes, 9 seconds version of American Pie. I've played the long one before, but we better not. Now, we'll be, we'll, we'll be robbed here, uh, uh, Josh. Yeah. I'll have to go and play the longer version to please myself later on, I think. <laughs> now, and the, and the others virtually picked themselves also. I actually mentioned earlier that they like castles in the air, so I'll make that my second selection. And you can pick either Crying or Vincent. Oh, well, I really right. like Vincent. But I've known American Pie. It's probably one of the first songs I learned just about, as oh, everyone does. Yeah, everyone yeah. sort of does it as a kid, so <laughs> I don't know. Must oh, be. that's right. I don't think I 
even I know all the words, so I don't think I've listened to it right through all that often. So I'd probably have to go back and... Oh, really? No, I know, I know all the words, I think. Yeah, but a brilliant song and brilliant song. I remember learning that. what's a Chevy and what's a Levy. I was doing, that's how yeah, I learned those words levy, from this yeah. song, yeah. Yeah, that starts to make a bit of sense then. <laughs> so there's Mr McLean for you, Josh. I think very worthy of a segment uh, on our show and outstanding singer-songwriter, no doubt about that. Yeah, well, thanks, Steve, and I look forward to talking to you again next week and hope you have a great week. Yeah, it's all the best to you, mate. Well, I might as well tell the listeners I am thinking of coming up to do a show with you on Monday the 18th, but we're not 100% sure on that information as yet, so we may or may not have a show next week, Josh, depending uh. on... Yeah, we'll wait uh, and see. Whether I'm coming up or not. So we'll, you and I will discuss what's going on and inform the listeners when we can. Yep, no worries. But okay. thanks, Steve. Take care. Enjoy the nice All Melbourne weather. Thanks very much, Josh. I think it's going to rain here tomorrow, so oh. I'll enjoy the last couple of hours here. It'll be all right, thanks. Yeah. And to everybody, good health and staying healthy is the most important thing at the moment and make sure you're there for Christmas. That's the main thing. Yeah, Catch take care. Later, mate. All the best. Thanks, Steve. Cheers, bye. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.